0: Hello and welcome to Cascades, I'm Jordan, this is my co-host, Luke, or so they say. Today we're going to take a lighter... You got me. You got
1: my head, you got my head. Today we're going to take a slightly lighter approach to our episode, as it's still a warm one here, and as much as I enjoyed tasting Springbank last time, I feel like a gentler, lighter whiskey is in order. So with all this in mind, I stepped away from my computer when planning this episode out, and I went and took a look at what we should try, and I decided on...
0: Balveni. Balveni. Ooh, that was really good. I can't, I'm a mind reader. I don't know how I got my mind to your mind. The thing is, I don't actually know if we've ever mentioned Balveni in the show before. If we have, I wouldn't remember it anyway, so does it actually matter? Of course it matters. Everything matters. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Nemo.
1: Balveni Distillery was founded back in 1892 by William Grant, who is also the gentleman who founded Glenfiddich Distillery. In the same year? No. Uh,
0: I should also point
1: out that the Grants family still own both distilleries to this day, as well as the Caninby Distillery, Ailes of Bay, which is in the lowlands, and Tullamore Dew Distillery in Ireland. We've talked about those. Uh, We have talked about Tullamore because that was on the island. We've also talked Ailes of Bay because I I
0: still don't understand what you're saying with it. They also produce the Grants blends and the Monkey Shoulder blended (gasps) malts. I know Monkey Shoulder. Good for you. I've seen the bottle. It stuck with me. There was a monkey on it. There's three monkeys. Do you know why there's three monkeys on? Because they have shoulders. Because originally they used three distillers in the blended malt. Because, actually, no, a lesson in fact, you might not know this. Um, one in three monkeys have a shoulder, but two others don't. It is a fact. Three out of one monkeys. My question, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Four out of five dentists sucker so prove this message.
1: But yes, Monkey Shoulder used to have glenphidic, Balveni, and Canimbi Distillery, those three, and that's why there were three monkeys on the bottle.
0: also named after an old injury to do with malting. I'm sure it wasn't the actual shoulder problem. See, so the um, m- maltman would turn the malt, and they were constantly hunched over, and they developed like a, a problem in their shoulder, and it was called. Would it be a frozen shoulder, perhaps? No, it was called Monkey Shoulder. What was the thing? I think they probably got repetitive strain injury It's called monkey shoulder. Frozen shoulder Monkey shoulder, that's a thing Like tennis elbow
1: Now one of the big points I want to make Is that they still molt some of their own barley On site at Balvenie Which is around 15% of their requirements And this is done on their malting floor which, to be honest, is an uncommon practice today with most distilleries. They're not the only ones to do this, but most operations do have their barley shipped in from specialist maltings to their specifications. The malting process is actually done by hand by skilled maltmen after it has been steeped in fresh spring water from a nearby source. Now I know what you're going to flag because I flagged the same thing when I was doing this research and they're still called
0: malt men. Not malt people, malt men. I was more intrigued as to how I get the job title maltman. It sounds so close to mole man If I say it quick enough People will mishear me And I can make weird storylines up I mean you do that anyway I don't think you need the job So yes They, they still do this by hand To this
1: day um, And apparently they use Fresh spring water From a nearby source
0: Perhaps, is that source cursed by a witch? We don't
1: know. <gasps> and then, oh my gosh, the Cast Whisperer whoa, 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 hang on, wait, wait, wait. Don't get all your Cast Whisperer lore out, because, spoilers, he will no doubt be coming in in a moment. He's going to fight a witch. Okay, I've got And then it this. turns
0: out the witch is his mother all along. Okay. Oh what? My gosh. I know, okay. kinda. You you like, no, Cast Whisperer, man. I am your mother. Yeah that's, exactly like, that's not happened. possible So they call in the cask Because obviously he's a hero And he's there And the little baby cask is like I'm just gonna go get some water And he's like of course You can not do that Jimothy I don't know what we named it We? Well <laughs> You were there Um and then it's been like two hours and the cast whisperer, will be like, hey, has anyone has anyone seen my child? And he's like, Jimothy. And in the distance you hear, Cask Whisperer. It's like, Jimothy, cask Whisperer. And he goes. Now, running. hang
1: on, I do need to know, when the little baby quarter cast speaks, is it just the top of the cast going up and down like a mouth? Yes. Okay, I just needed to get that
0: picture in my head first. But he has a hat on top as well, so that he has to be careful that he doesn't fall off saying oh. my child too loud, which is why the cast whisperer can't find him perfectly. But then he goes past this old dilapidated hut and this old person comes out. Like, where are you going, young one? And, <laughs> and the cast was like, Oh, I've lost my my small, sweet baby quartercask cask child. And he's like, Well, be careful. The well's that way. That was cursed by a witch. <laughs> I am that witch. <laughs> no, this isn't the witch. Oh, sorry, I thought this was your witch voice. I apologize. No, wait till we get to the witch. He's like, Maybe that's what the people at the distillery were talking about. Well, that sounds about right. That ward's been used in that distillery for eons, and the witch cursed it because it stole her land. <laughs> And then he goes running It's like I'm on a mission Thank you old kindly person And flicks like a piece of gold And they're like I've never seen so much money in my life And they bite it with that tooth It's like this is real I'm gonna go patting for gold <laughs> And then and then the cask gets to the well and then there it's suddenly foggy and dark and the trees cast shadows everywhere and this well has a, a green smoke sliding off it so it's obviously cursed and in the middle on this slightly floating branch is the little baby quarter cask and the witch cackles in the distance and a crack of lightning happens. Normally this happens when the cask whisperer gets introduced but this time it's the witch. And the Cask Whisperer goes, "You there? Are you the witch?" And the witch goes, "Yes, I." <laughs> Trying to do it to a voice. Why? And he's like, "Didn't you just give me directions to the spring?" <laughs> yes, I. Yes, I would. Be.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I think we're just going to stop this tangent here because may I also point out that they get the water from a fresh spring from a nearby yes. source, not a
0: shady spring with green-cursed no, mist coming up. Any, anyway, it. the Cask Whisperer defeats the witch and then it's no longer cursed and the spring goes back to being fresh and they can use it again for their whiskey and now it's even better because it's been purified. Uh, And the Cask Whisperer and the little quarter cask leave as heroes And their pictures are in fact in the back of the uh,
1: distillery Now it's important to point out that malting isn't the only thing they do in-house They actually grow their own barley as well On a thousand acre farm which overlooks the distillery I should also note they have their own coppersmith and cooperage on site For the construction, repair and rejuvenation of casks As well as the maintenance of their stills Now this is where I thought you were going to talk about the Cask Whisperer Why, he's not a cooperage? But maybe maybe he sees all these casks being, like, taken apart and savaged, and he leads a rebellion and frees them. Now, the Balveni distillery is actually on the same grounds as their first distillery, Glenfiddich. However, when it comes to the Balveni releases, their range tends to focus more on the cask finishes. See, back in uh, 1983, the first experiments into this style, which were... We kind of take for granted today, to be honest, these cask finishes. You know, there's so many of them around. But back in this time, it just wasn't a practice. And so Balveni uh, are actually considered pioneers of, of in this area, as well as I will point out Glenmorangie. These two distilleries were the first to really make big strides in this area, and both of them still do it very well to this day. Would you say that
0: pine Aeneas? No, that no, was too forced.
1: To this day, Balvenie still focuses on the style and their cask finishing policy is evident in the core range, which we will get to in a bit. Now, I do want to point out, Balvenie's spirit style is actually lighter thanks to their stills, which have a boil ball in the neck um, before the spirit can reach the arm, basically, and, th- and this is important because it encourages greater reflux through copper contact. This uh, spirit condenses and returns back down into the still, where it can then be evaporated again, and the lighter, uh, more delicate flavours will escape the still eventually. Now, this is great for picking up those cask influences. um, Particularly, this is what they are seeking, especially when they're trying to finish their whiskies. So their range includes the 12-year-old Doublewood, which is matured in American X bourbon casks as well as hogsheads for at least 12 years first, before being finished in X Oloroso sherry casks for around nine months. Afterwards, the whiskey is left to marry and intermingle uh, for around three to four months in a special uh, vat, basically, um, before they bottle it, ensuring all the flavours have come together and it's just this nice balance. Yeah, the 12-year-old is-, is slightly nutty with a cinnamon spice alongside lovely vanilla and honey notes. I feel like they use... Oloroso sherry for a lot they do Oloroso sherry casks are very good for whisky next is the 14 year old but we are reviewing that so I'm going to come back to that later on now after this you used to get the Valveni 17 which is a far older version using the same wood techniques as the 12 that we just mentioned however at the time of us recording this the 17 is sadly discontinued and I hope it will return someday because it was always a lovely whisky but again you had this wonderful 17 years in American casks first and then they spent this long time in the Oloroso sherry casks and, and it was so rich and, and deep. It was a lovely one they did. Next, you go on to the 21 year old Portwood, which is matured in American oak casks first before being transferred to be matured in whiskey. Oh my god.
0: It's matured in American oak casks <laughs> I was first.
1: Like, such a- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is a hard job of whiskey, me yet. It's matured in American oak casks first before transferring the matured whiskey into pork pipes to be finished before bottling. This whiskey takes on a lighter kind of like berry fruits note, as well as lots of vanilla honey and, and a slight spice. Um, and twenty one years, it's, it's a spectacular whiskey, don't get me wrong. Now after this we go on to their more limited ranges. So we have the Balveni stories range first of all where they celebrate the highlights. Uh, sorry, they celebrate and highlight different aspects of the elements that introduce flavours and influence so much. These include Week of Peat, where for one week a year, Balveni run heavily peated spirit through their stills to create a completely different style. They also have the American Oak Cask Whiskey, which is funnily enough, been matured exclusively in American Oak Casks instead of having a finishing. Then you start to get onto like, some of their more expensive ranges, to be honest. So things like their, their ton releases, um some of the really, really expensive, limited, small numbers where I'd love to be able to afford it, but I just can't. However, we are talking about Balvenie 14, so here we go. The 14-year-old is matured in traditional oak casks for... Can you guess how long? Well, anyway...
0: 14 years. (laughs) Cheated. Before being transferred into... 14 or 17... (laughs) Before being transferred into
1: American oak casks, which have held a special blend of West Indian rums, apparently, which were specially selected before being emptied to have the whiskey filled into these casks. It would be a bit weird if they weren't
0: emptied. Well, that's true. Because you can't fill a full thing. If it's full, you can't fill it, you know? Okay, I would say it's yellow. It's not yellow, but it's very light, I will admit that. Like, uh... Uh It's yellow. I guess orangey yellow. <coughs> that's what I'd say. It's got like it's not a million. S- <laughs> it's not really yellow. There is a bit of orange in there. Yeah, I'd say that's yellow with some orange in it. Wait, let me Oh, I should also note we are tasting above any and above any glass. Um there are no sticks. So Legs not sticks And there's none of. Oh wait no Wow they are Either really slow Or I did a really bad job I think I know What the answer is <sighs> I've, There's so many though There's hundreds of them So they're like There's lots And they're close <laughs> together And they don't emerge For three minutes it Smells of sherry And Not quite static But If static was in the distance. Oh we're not getting colour This time it, it smells like Pins and needles Over a white background but like in the distance through like a, one of those windows that have been fogged. That might be the most in-depth one I've given. No, I agree, it's very, very light color. Ooh. Oh, I think i are gonna coin on the sticks.
1: The legs, there is a lot of cling before you get to the legs. Ah! But they are running quite fast.
0: So I was correct. They so do take that a 43 while. 43% on
1: oh, the nose, a little bit of pears kind of getting banana milkshake.
0: That would be the sand. <laughs> you think banana milkshake smells like sand? They're both yellow.
1: I'm, I'm getting kind of banana-y notes. And that is the rum cast, to be fair. I always get like, bananas with tropical flavours. <laughs>
0: right, five facts. 17-year-old discontinued... Oloroso cherry casks, popular. No. Indian whiskey. Indian. Indian whiskey didn't come in. Indian rum cask. No. Hogshead for 14 years. You've got one so far. I'm so close to others. Uh, Opened by the same people that opened another one. Kind of. I'll class it. Name
1: the other distillery they already owned or any other distillery they own or the family name. Can I have a hint?
0: Oh. <laughs> spring water, they use spring water. <laughs> That's three. No, there's two What a stretch. <laughs> they they use they do our oh, monkey shoulder injury. Because they are called. You were, I will say this. You were
1: so good on the last episode. You you set yourself a record, and I feel like you're just still in
0: shock at how well. you Pride did last time. cometh before the fall. Uh, so they are called malt men. <coughs> yeah. And what do they do? They malt by hand with the and they get the and they shovel and they flip it and it gave them a frozen shoulder. Monkey shoulder. It was. Very unlikely.
1: No, as much
0: as it's called. So that's four. That's what. that's three. Well, I think the injury is okay. Fine, three. Uh, four. The seventeen-year-old one cannot be bought.
1: That was your first fact. It's discontinued. Okay. You already said
0: that. Uh, the fourteen-year-old <laughs> one's your favorite.
1: That's not a fact, that's an opinion.
0: Uh, it's an opinionated fact, it's a factual opinion. Um, uh, I don't think we've talked about that much this um, They have a copper, they copperize copper. So a special <laughs> copper place. <laughs> it, it
1: was some. They copperize, f- I like that. that it was
0: some special word with copper, a copperite or something. A coppersmith? They have one of those. That's four, five. What um, oh, does a smith do? Copper stuff. Oh my gosh! There's something about a special thing that makes the air aromatic. Right You said I'm. I am sure you said something about there's a tall lid, and it makes the air aromatic. No. Aromatic. No, it wasn't even a pronunciation issue. I haven't had that conversation. I'm sure you said something about something going into the air. I haven't talked about the air. Well, maybe maybe that was me. <laughs> um it, the, the people own another one.
1: <laughs> you already tried this, I told you. Name the people or anything
0: Glenn, else they own? Glen Blen, Glen Glen Fiddick, Glen Glenn, Glenn, Fiddick. Glenn Fiddick. What about Glen Fiddick? have What was Glen they owned Glen Fiddick?
1: That right? You were throwing straws in the wind there. Ah, uh, they all caught something, didn't they? Well, this has been Catskeds. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review on whichever podcasting platform you use. It really does help us. But more importantly, mainly to others listening in and discovering the show. I'd also like to thank Adrian and Alison Murray of the Weedram Whiskey Shop in Bakel. They have a great range of whiskies available and are just all-around great people, to be fair. You can also visit their website, which is www.weedram.co.uk. Now I should also say that if you like what we do and want to listen to more of our projects, although admittedly with far less whisky involvement, there will be links in the description below and the next episode will drop on the 10th of September, which is crazy because I'm still not convinced that time is working right at the moment. September and as always we will leave you with this one editing goof
0: goodbye bye
1: I should also note they have their own coppersmith and cooperage on site for the construction repair engineer ingenu- <laughs> the com- for <laughs> oh my god I'm going to have to do that one again I should also note they have their own cooper coopersmith